this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to encourage, energize, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hippie, the director of Strong Women Co., a company devoted to empowering women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can visit us at strongwomenco.com and of course, follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and join the free Facebook tribe. I'll put all those links in the show notes. So how are you doing today? Uh, I am recording this uh, It's like the third part of July 2020. There are lots of things on the go. Um, and uh, I want to address some of those for you today. But this is a podcast in particular that I want you to be able to listen to and feel empowered and connected and to remember how very strong and capable you are. Because if you are listening to this, you are a strong woman, a strong person. You are a strong being that is helping all of us move forward. As I said, uh, I am Kelly, and I just wanted to start off uh, this one thing that I did when uh, starting off in our goddess pilgrimage in Crete. Uh, Carol Christ, uh, the infamous, famous, amazing uh, writer on goddess theology, she would have us start every day um, uh, with, in a circle, and we would say, you know, I am my name, I am whole, I am here. So I'm going to do it myself, and then I'm going to encourage you to do the same so that we can kind of get connected and present and be fully in our bodies. So it starts off like, I am Kelly, I am whole, I am here. So I'll leave it to you. So I am, I am whole, I am here. So I am so grateful to have you along with us today. So before we get into the topic of today's show, uh, let's take those couple of breaths that we like. Let's see if we need two or three. So let's just start noticing your breath right now in this hustle and bustle of, of the chaos of our lives right now. It is more important than ever to find our peace and find that little bit of space that we can create for ourselves. So noticing your breath. Don't do anything special to it. You can just notice that beautiful breath that goes in and out and your body doesn't even ask. It just knows. Unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders away from your ears. Imagine there is a thread at the top of your head being pulled all the way up to the heavens. Close your eyes if you can. We're going to breathe nice and lightly in through our nose and fill up those big, beautiful lungs with oxygen. Breathing in lightly. Hold at the top. And then let it out through the mouth. <sighs> Another one just like that. Breathing in nice and light. Hold. Feel your chest expand. Let it out with a sigh. <sighs> A couple of those normal breaths in between. 
eyes still closed if you can. Notice the shift in your body. And remember, you can come back to this slowly. Nice, anytime. Last breath. Big, deep breath, filling up even the bottom of your lungs this time. Hold it out with a big sigh. <sighs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> You are a freaking rock star. That's right. This is a podcast completely devoted to making sure you know how great you're doing amongst all this chaos and to remind you that you are a freaking rock star. Even if you don't feel like it right now, especially if you don't feel like it right now. Uh, and I'm going to highlight all the ways I can think of uh, that you are a, a rock star. And I want you to think of those ways that you're a rock star too. And if me saying <laughs> that you're doing great and that you are a wonderfully awesome rock star, if that makes you squirm, or even maybe it makes you want to turn this episode off, <laughs> then you really, really need to hear this. Uh, sometimes we need to take a moment to just take inventory of all we've been through and are going through. And sometimes we need to offer ourselves some encouragement and compassion. And you know what works? positive psychology. Shout out to my sister, Arena, uh, who's a psychiatrist who is digging in heavy with positive psychology. We've got a couple of collaborative things in the works, can't even wait. But she, she's one that always talks about, because, you know, I'll think about it as affirmations and, you know, just being, you know, a self-love and mothering yourself and, and, and being your own cheerleader. But there is this kind of overarching term of positive psychology. That, and there, in that, there's so much data that shows that it works, that you know, being nice to yourself, saying nice words in your own thoughts, talking about yourself in, in a way that is positive and encouraging and supportive. That works. So let me help you to be, to remember how awesome you are, to realize how awesome you are, and maybe to open up uh, that beautiful heart of yours to some of that love you're giving to everyone else to give it back to yourself. Because do you know what else works? Self-compassion. And women in particular, uh, and this is before any kind of pandemic, women in particular just have, uh, as, a, as, a, as a group, uh, have uh, not enough compassion for themselves. That so we'd be giving it out like other people, like uh, chiclets. But I always think of that. Um, is it, was it the Dalai Lama that said that compassion without self-compassion is incomplete? So giving yourself encouragement and compassion works. And I want to help you get there today. And telling yourself you've done a good job works. So let's do that right now. I want to tell you, amazing listener, that you are doing great. You're doing really great. And I mean that really sincerely. And you can say, how do you know that, Kelly? I'm an individual. You have no idea about me. Well, there's a few, there's a few things that uh, are, are, are a few truths I can hang on that I can say that with absolute certainty that you're doing great. I'll get into some of those things. But I want to make sure that you know you are a rock star. I want you to realize and, and take the, the time to really let it sink in that you are kicking ass and taking names at a very difficult, challenging time. You are coping and you are surviving. You are the making the best out of the situation you are in. 
You are learning, you are growing, you are processing intergenerational stuff, you are healing ancient wounds, uh, you're breaking toxic cycles. And how do I know that you're doing all of this? Well, there's a few reasons. Um, and uh, I also want to remind you that uh, all the things that are going on now have an effect on you. So like, you know, I think that if you're like me, especially if you're any kind of a type A or, or uh, ha have a tendency to want to critique one another, uh, we can get very frustrated with ourselves. That's, I find myself, I get very frustrated. It's like, why, why is this taking me so long? Why can't I focus? Why am I sad today? I'm like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a why machine. I'm asking myself, why do I feel like crap? Why does my body hurt? Is this what depression feels like? You know, there's all these different questions I'm asking myself. Um, like I live in a vacuum. I'm laughing at myself as a, you can take a chuckle at yourself too. Uh, like I'm living in a vacuum and not completely affected by all the things going on uh, in the world and in our lives and uh, all the uncertainty uh, and, and feelings that are swirling around. So I'm just going to just take a moment and just zoom out because this is one of the things that helps me uh, to kind of get grounded and just to, to go meta. I need to go meta sometimes. So there's this thing called a collective consciousness, and there's a tons of different ways to look at it, but it's, a, it's an actual uh, thing. We can talk about how collective consciousness changes and evolves and, and processes. Uh, I, I kind of think it like um, when life was first on this planet, uh, we were single cell, or no, we, there were single cell organisms, and, and every huge evolutionary step that, uh, uh, that life took the single cell organisms band together to create a more complex organism. That happened at every step of the way in evolution till we get to the point where we are now the most complex organisms um, on our planet uh, with how we, we can affect our environment and all of that. And so us connecting is just kind of, and, and having that collective consciousness is another piece of that evolution. And this collective consciousness is going through a rebirth. It's going through a complete reboot. Who remembers that reboot show? Uh, it was a cartoon, I think, on CBC. And when anyone ever says reboot, I always go, reboot! <laughs> uh, it's, it's something we're doing, we're rebooting. And you can see that from almost any angle. So let's go astrologically, cosmos-wise. We're dealing with a lot of old crap, old gunk, while we're making room for another world and another way of being and thinking and feeling and interacting some astrologers and light workers uh, have been using words like ascension, or we're going into the Aquarian age. Uh, you know, and the Aquarian age is uh, the Piscean age, which is uh, just as we're getting out of now. That was a win-lose kind of scenario. Um, it was kind of like that patriarchal kind of idea of having to dominate. There has to be a winner and a loser. And the Aquarian age is uh, something that's much more holistic and inclusive. Uh, it's like a win-win kind of scenario. Uh, where, you know, someone doesn't have to lose. <laughs> someone doesn't have to lose in every situation. The environment doesn't have to lose for us to get the products and things that we want. You know, like there's, there's ways that we can be more symbiotic, and that's where we're going. And this big is a big change in the psyche. Uh, you know, energy workers have been talking about this for ages, about this time uh, in 2020-21. Uh, it's just there was a lot in the stars. Um, and what's super interesting is my astrologer back, and I was following him maybe 2013, I started following him. He was talking about this global financial collapse he could see in the stars in the commas for 2020. 
And it's so funny to, to be here now and to know that, you know, someone predicted this uh, and it was predictable. Uh, so there's a lot of the changes that are, that are going on and uh, that, you know, it's not like those things are easy. You know, change on the individual, uh, on an individual is difficult and change on a group of people, you know, it's, it's, it's that much harder. That's why it's kind of getting confusing with that there. So, you know, uh, and it was also funny as my astrologer uh, said when talking about this ascension, he talks about ascension a lot and uh, looking at 2020, he knew there was a lot going to be going on. And he said he kind of asked himself, you know, knowing that it, the ascension and this change towards a different mentality was happening. And he, he asked himself, he's like, how is everybody going to go through everything we need to go through um, to ascend? He's, he jokingly asked, is everyone just going to get time off work? <laughs> And not everyone got time off work, but a lot of us had a pause in it, and um, and then we and then we got into our processing of our individual things, so that we could do uh, go into these these big changes that we're going. So I mean, okay, so that's the astrology kind of cosmos ways, just just a little bit of that. And then there's also geopolitically wise, we are facing a global upset, unlike anything our species has ever seen before. Uh, even with, you know, the different world wars, there were still places in the uh, world that weren't really affected by it. And, and if, uh, but so everyone here in our current globe is, uh, sure, we're not doing it exactly the same time because there's different lag behind, but we're all going through it. Uh, this is kind of the magic of um, a virus is uh, that we are so susceptible and it is spreading and uh, that we're all going through it together, even if it's at different levels. It's still like this exchange, this experience we're all, all going through, where everyone is being challenged. Everyone is having to make difficult decisions about work and family and home and money. Like every single person in this world is having to make difficult decisions. It looks different from person to person just because of our situations and our experiences and our social locations and our geography. But every single person is having to make the hard decisions. If it's, you know, uh, to go to a grocery store or not to put your kid back in school or not um, to open up your business or not to go to work or, uh, you know, uh, what your options are. There's uh, just a lot of difficult decisions that we're all making that are very draining. And, and then on top of that, we have many feelings that are bubbling up uh, in response to this global upset, this economic upset, this, this, uh, we're having fear um, of the virus, fear of the economic collapse, fear of the unknown. We're feeling anger and loneliness. Uh, we have sadness and grief in a global way. Uh, that we've never really had before. There's restlessness and we're feeling anxiety or even, even feeling hope. And hope can be a scary feeling sometimes, uh, especially when you are in such uh, a world of uncertainty. And each country and culture uh, are handling things a little different, um, but there's an undeniable core experiences we're all going through. And, you know, if the math says anything, uh, when this many of us are going through this much change, we are changing the world. There's just literally no way around it. It's not possible for the world to not change after all of these communal giant experiences that are still ongoing. And it may not be exactly obvious uh, to us exactly how things are going to unroll just right yet, but I have no doubt. There is a huge evolutionary process going on. Things are speeding up. There's a lot to take in. And uh, we're deciphering what this new world is going to look like, right? So I want to remind you 
uh, having said all that, that you were made for these times. You were made for exactly what you're doing right now. Some people believe uh, that we each picked this time to be alive. So imagine before you were born, you know, you're like, no, I want to put me in coach. I can do it. I can help move us into the future. And that's kind of what I imagine because I know we are all fighters and warriors and we're here to, to spread the light and spread the love. And, uh, you know, we've got work to do and we've got lessons to learn. So, you know, and, and talking about all this, this upset and everything that's going on, all the differences that are already occurring. So political differences, you know, uh, that we're already seeing in these giant change. If we're going to go meta to see uh, how things are changing, more women leaders are showing up and showing how valuable their leadership is. Uh, I really saw a lot, a lot of mayors, uh, a, a lot of health uh, experts, uh, uh, governors, uh, presidents, just a lot of women being leaders and, and rocking it and killing it. Uh, I think at Strong Woman Call on Facebook, we may have posted about five different memes now, I think, um, about uh, uh, women and how women-led countries are doing better with the virus and their economies. Uh, and those are, you know, I guess three or 400 likes minimum each time because people are like, yes, women's leadership is, is, is good and righteous and helpful and valuable. So right away, like off the bat, that's, that's a huge change. People are talking about universal basic income as a mainstream topic now when that was, you know, very fringe left before where people, if you want to know what universal basic income is, is everyone's guaranteed a certain amount of money. It actually is, is proven to work in a lot of different ways. Um, and makes us not just kind of uh, working to live. Uh, environmentally, we've seen how quickly Mother Earth heals herself just once we stop poisoning her. And the oil and gas demand is way down, making green energy an even more popular industry where, you know, you got your Exxons and your, uh, your, your Suncor and your uh, big oil companies that are now uh, investing huge in green energy because they know that uh, they have a shelf life for this oil. Uh, and, you know, it's hurting their bottom line to just be so invested in that. So there's so much changing and moving. We've seen how truly valuable uh, people and workers are in society. Who, who are the ones that keep us going? Who are the ones that keep us safe? You know, the cashiers, the grocery stores, the farmers, uh, the, the pickers, you know, all of those folks are the, the, the doctors, the nurses, the childcare people, these are the people that are truly valuable in society. And we're just rethinking money in general. The capitalist system, you know, uh, is, is not a perfect system by any stretch of the imagination. It's very problematic, especially in the hyper-capitalism that we have now. And uh, how, you know, what kind of system do we have if it essentially crashed when people stopped buying things they didn't really need to live? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps we should have a better system of, uh, of exchange and, and, and um, uh, living and getting the things we want um, so that we can uh, be prepared when something like this happens and all of a sudden we can't go to stores. So all these changes are huge uh, and this is a great awakening and you are doing great in the middle of all of this change and growth and evolution. There is you. You are an awakening soul. You are a person trying to make a livable life in the chaos around you. And you're doing wonderful. You are reading up on news whenever you can. You are weighing options and making the best choices you can for you and your family. 
Your life may not look like anything it was before, uh, which is unsettling. And, you know, you gotta, you got to make up things as you go. Or if you're like me, your life may not look all that different at first glance, but trust me, it's different. Uh, you know, I, I, I was used to working from home. Uh, and now I have to, of course, share space with my husband. And, you know, the whole uh, lack of child care, um, it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a lot. Um, but, you know, my day-to-day doesn't, might not necessarily look dramatically different so that, you know, when I'm feeling down or depressed or anxious, I'm like, what's wrong with me? I still have all of this going on. I haven't even changed that much. We haven't moved <laughs> to the Netherlands yet. Um, so, you know, I just want to say to give yourself that self-compassion and remind myself as well. Uh, that there is more to deplete us now than ever, right? There's more to worry about. There, the news cycles are insane. Uh, there's just so much truth coming out. There's so much confusion around the truth. There's, there's more to be confused about. There's more to be overwhelmed about. And yet, here you are. You're just, you just keep on trucking. You keep doing the things. You're looking for ways to find and create joy. You're having feelings you don't even understand all the time. Uh, some of them don't even feel like yours. Trust me, I understand that. My advice is to just let it move through you. Have the feelings. Um, have the cry. Uh, I think I had, I had two good cries today. <laughs> uh, just processing. A lot of things coming up. A lot of grief. A lot of letting things go. Uh, just to make room for the new. I'm letting go of, of uh, dreams I've had. To, to, to heal uh, to other for other people to help heal wounds I'm letting go for you know ideas I had about what the future might look like I'm letting go this is there's a whole lot of letting go and I know you are too and you, you know you're juggling so freaking much you are doing great now I want you to tell yourself that I want you to repeat after me I'm going to say a few affirmations and I really want you to repeat after me each of them. This is something you can just say it in your head as you're walking around, but I encourage you, if at all possible, to say it out loud because use that throat chakra of yourself. Use it. Use your word. Let your, your own ears hear your voice when you say this. Repeat after me. I am doing great. Okay, good. Let's do it again. I am doing great. I am handling so much. I am growing and evolving. Now make sure to repeat this one after me. I am helping to create a better world. Now this one I want, I want you to say this out loud if you can at all. And even if you don't believe it right away, sometimes you're just saying it, saying something positive can realign the neurons in your brain, realign your perspective, and, and to help you correct that vision you have for yourself. So I want, I'm going to say this strong, and then I'm going to give you room to repeat it. And I'm encouraging you to say it out loud. I am a freaking... Rock star. That's right, you're a freaking rock star. You're a rock star who keeps getting up, keeps doing things, keeps seeing to your own needs and other people's needs, 
in a time of uncertainty and chaos and grief and anger and confusion. You're just, you're just doing great. You really are. Uh, and I, I want you to know this because we do need to hang on to those encouraged positive psychologies. We need to be in a good place for ourselves uh, where we can remind ourselves and say these positive things that are really helpful. So I'm just going to go through this again just super quick. Repeat after me. I am doing great. I am handling so much. I am growing and evolving. I am helping to create a better world. I am a freaking rock star. That's right. You are a rock star and don't you ever doubt it and don't you ever forget it. And now for the featured song of the show to tie everything together, I have for you something special. I have a song by Scottish singer-songwriter K.T. Tunstall, Suddenly I See. It was out in 2005, and you may have heard it before, but you might not have really understood uh, what the lyrics or the meaning behind it was about. The song itself is a tribute to female power. It was inspired by and about American musician-songwriter Patti Smith, an awesome rocker punk uh, from the New York area. As described in the lyrics, Tunstall was, able, was inspired to a career in music through looking at a black-and-white picture of Patti Smith. Admiring her strength and accomplishments, Katie finally realized, she suddenly realized, what she wanted to do with her life. Tunstall explained in an interview that the song was about that photograph of Patti Smith on the cover of this magazine, Horses. Commenting on the song's later use in The Devil Wears Prada, which might be where you've heard it, Tunstall said, I didn't realize the lyrics could fit perfectly in for a chick flick. <laughs> it sounds like I was singing about wanting to be an effing model. <laughs> the lyrics reference actually a born-again uh, Boudica. And Boudica, uh, she was a queen, a British Celtic tribe who led an uprising and conquering forces. So that's what uh, the songwriter had in mind. It's this kind of like this woman stepping into her power. So uh, it's, it, when you hear it from these lyrics, I think you'll be able to realize it's, you know, you are a rock star. It's about a rock star. It's sang by a rock star about a powerful warrior queen. Take it away, Katie. Silver pool of light, people who 
fills up every corner like she's born in black and white. Makes you feel warmer when you're trying to remember what you are. She likes to leave you hanging on a word. Suddenly I see, this is what I want to be. Suddenly I see, why the head of me so much to me. This is what See her eyes looking from the page of a 